0: It's another night at the Fireside Pub. Grab a seat, open a tab, and join us.
1: You left the recording
0: live that entire time?
1: Yes, I did. Okay, Viewers, you don't know this, but we have about 10 minutes of preamble now Uh, because I didn't realize.
0: It was one minute. Oh, really? It felt longer. It was only a... We're only at a minute and a half on the recording, but it's only a few seconds for you folks at home.
1: Yeah, welcome aboard. Uh, I don't know if you can tell from a sound quality difference, but we're back in the... Uh...
0: Back in the guest room. Yes. Guest room, guest room, guest hey, room. Please don't ever do the morning radio show voice ever again. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Fireside Pub. Today we're uh, joined by Mad Dog Brad Knight. Uh, you might have missed the calling there. Yeah, honestly, West Coast radio show host. I used to do that bit a lot in school, like when we were bored in shop. Really? I'd be like, "Caller, what do you want to hear?" And then they would be like, uh, "They'd say like a song." I'd be like, "All right, here's Bangarang by Skrillex."
1: (laughs) Yeah, you you don't find the the limits of your boredom until you're stuck in a vocational school for four years, and by the third year, where you're either you've you're done learning and you've decided this isn't for you. Or you're paying way too close attention, and you're not paying attention to the boredom anyway.
0: Or you're just going to work. At yeah. That point.
1: Or, or you're like you're you're in a co-op job and you're working. Let me tell you, you know, fifteen, seventeen-year-old boys around a break room table, you can find some interesting Honestly, ways to kill the boredom. Honestly, there's no
0: better writer's room. No, <laughs> there really isn't. <laughs> Truly, <laughs> fucking like ten bored seventeen-year-olds would make the best writer's room for a comedy show. <laughs>
1: I mean, for a certain kind of comedy show, I imagine somebody listening right now thinks that's their
0: you know, worst nightmare. Right, yeah. They're like, Jesus Christ, that's like going back to the man show <laughs> <laughs> on Comedy Central or something.
1: Uh, how you been, Jacob? How's life been treating you? It's been a week. It has been a week.
0: Wait, do you mean like it's been a week as in like, oh, God, it's been a week? Or no, like I mean literally, literally it's, been it's been a week, been a week. since okay. we've been sitting here with microphones in front of our dumbass you, faces. You're correct on that, sir. You're a correct, sir. Uh, doing a lot of bits today, folks, because I'm hungover. <laughs> <laughs> and figured hair of the dog, go back to the pub.
1: <laughs> Please drink responsibly.
0: Yeah, no. I mean, I the, the fucked up thing was I was the responsible one and I still got a hangover. Like, I wasn't. You know what my problem was is i did one shot no that'll do it and when you do one shot add it on top of beer you're like mm. you got the ball rolling yeah you got the ball rolling i did a jaeger bomb too
1: oh great you can at least picked a good shot
0: Bro, like jaeger bombs are the best i shot.
1: drank jaeger bombs for like four years i mm-hmm. don't know if i ever want to drink a jaeger bomb at i don't know if my heart can take it i don't know if my stomach can take it let me be honest that's the thing, I don't know if my
0: heart can... I feel like that's actually might have what contributed most to the hangover was the energy drink bit. Probably. Was the fact that it was Red Bull and Jägermeister.
1: Yeah, I mean, I've never done a Jägerbomb and went, mm,
0: Yeah, I feel good. But this lady had the special shot glasses where it has the shot glass in the middle oh, of the bigger cup. yeah, we had the same cups when I used to drink them. Dude, I, it makes them so fun. Those cups are legit the greatest thing ever <laughs> created in human history. And I want to know where you buy them.
1: Um, Amazon, I think.
0: Really, that's the only place you can get. You can't just get them from like a store. I imagine
1: you could, but dude, we're living in 2020. Why do you want to go to a store? That's true.
0: I'm currently in the middle of an Amazon adventure myself, of trying to build a costume for Halloween. Folks. I
1: know you sent me some picture ideas with some, you know, some jackets and whatnot. You, mm-hmm. uh, you find any winners?
0: I found a winner, but I'm. I'm hesitant to pull the trigger on it just because I'm buying it from Amazon.
1: Yeah, close shopping online.
0: It's probably some like Chinese company whose sizes run like, smaller because they're meant for a smaller nation <laughs> than America. <laughs> As but,
1: most nations are.
0: And, and it's a varsity jacket, so it's like, they already run kind of small anyway, so I'm like, do I buy one size up, and then I don't want to buy one size up, and then it's fucking huge on me? Right,
1: you have a super baggy varsity jacket.
0: Yeah, especially given the fact that I've been losing weight lately, so... I, I can tell, you've slimmed up. Thank you. Um, no, 294. Nice, under the three. Yeah, under the three. For the first time in a while, yeah. let me be honest with you.
1: I have, uh, I've gone too far, and I've lost too much weight, and now I have to go in the other direction before I die. I think I would rather be in your
0: direction than in my direction, if uh, I'm honest. In, in some ways, yes. In some ways, no. But anyway, yeah. So I'm, I'm trying to decide whether I just buy the right size jacket, or if I buy one, the next size up jacket.
1: Well, it depends. How against the idea of returning this jacket are you?
0: I feel like return. Well, number one, it's not going to get here until the 19th. So either way, like I'm not going to be able to return it and probably get a size in by Halloween. Right. I'm not against the idea of returning it. What I'm against the idea of is it being a pain in the ass where I'm like, well, now I just need to go to any store and find any varsity jacket.
1: Right. I mean, in that case, it sounds like you should go with the safe option and just go a size up. Yeah. Right. Even I mean, if it's bigger, then it's better than not being able to wear it because it's a jacket for a small human.
0: Right. And when I say, like, the right size, I mean, like, double X. So it's like, it's not like I'm saying, like, oh, should I buy a medium or a large? It's double X or triple X. And I don't, (laughs) porn. (laughs) And I don't know if I want to go the porn route of triple X.
1: I feel like you always need to really consider the porn route. And then once you've given it a good long thought. Oh,
0: I've thought about this a long time ago. I don't have the dick for porn. I already know I don't.
1: Okay, I don't know that that was where we needed to go, but okay.
0: Well, I'm just I'm stating the facts. I do not have the penis for porn.
1: You can do a lot with camera angles.
0: Yeah, I guess you could. And there's definitely a fetish for market for for know, everything. For everything. literally anything you can think so, of. So like people with average sized penises, I'm sure, could find a career. Sure. But I feel like it's always extremes in pornography. It's either you okay. have the biggest dick in the fucking world, or you have the tiniest dick in the world. I mean, at least on, I'm saying on, on at least like the two extremes that I've seen in my travels through the hub. Okay, that's just what I've seen. You never really see a dude with an average dick unless it's like amateur pornography.
1: I mean, I guess it's the kind of thing where like the extreme. It's the same reason you get clickbait headlines. You know, the extremes are what gather attention. True. You're not gonna... You You know,
0: you're not gonna... You're not gonna watch a video that's tiny white girl takes regular size BC. I don't know how
1: far I want to continue this conversation, because I know what our conversations sound like off camera. I don't know that I want that conversation on camera, Jake. I'm gonna be honest.
0: I mean, we don't... First of all, we're not on camera, but...
1: No, no, we're not. We're on microphone, though.
0: The thing is, this is a podcast for adults. I'd hate to break it to you children listening. I mean, you can sneak it if you want. I, I, kids There, there are, are better things to sneak.
1: Go out there yeah. and sneak
0: something more worth your like time. Like porn,
1: even. I mean, sure. It's 2020. I don't feel like you need to sneak that these days. We're all having a
0: rough year. Yeah. Remember, remember when a, a porn hub gave premium to all of Italy? <laughs> I do remember that. That's awesome. They do a weirdly
1: high amount of charity work for a porn website.
0: Yeah, the the hub does a lot. Remember yeah. when they made that like dirty beach video? Yep. That was like about pollution, but it was just two people fucking on a polluted beach.
1: I never saw it. I saw the headlines about
0: it though. I, I saw the headlines, did... and then I was I was like, all right, I'm curious.
1: I remember they did the thing about the tree planting. They did that a
0: few times. They did do that. I want to say someone had sex against a tree or something. Again,
1: I I don't I only see the headlines. I'll be honest.
0: I like seeing them in the news hey, Are you just are you not a porn guy? Not really, no. Not Are you a literotica guy? <laughs> Do you like to read your porn?
1: Um no, I can't I've only ever read I've never read straight porn. I've only read a couple books that had some sex scenes in them. Which I mean, hey, they have their own appeal, but I don't know that they're a go to.
0: A time in your life where you were really into trashy romance novels—I feel like I remember that being a thing. Oh, I'm still into them,
1: absolutely, but not not for the the porn reasons. It's it's the same reason you like like bad Bad romance movies.
0: movies. Yeah, it's it's that. It's the same reason why I'm a fervent fan of the Fifty Shades of Grey trilogy. (laughs) Basically, yeah. Like I got to be honest with you, those movies fucking awful. They're not great, but I love them. (laughs) Something about it just hits that part of my brain where I'm like, yes this is a good movie. <laughs> this it's, is a good use of my time. Yeah,
1: it's it's dumb and you don't know why, but it's just, it's fun, man. You can't... It, though I haven't read a trashy romance in a while. I feel like I'm, I'm...
0: You're due? Yeah, I'm due. I don't, I don't know.
1: Did was, you read the Fifty Shades trilogy? I read the first one. I don't think I read the next two.
0: It's one of the most poorly written books. I read the first one as well. Mm-hmm. It's one of the most poorly written books I've ever yeah, read.
1: Yeah, it's it's really bad. You can
0: tell it was written by a woman on her Blackberry. I mean,
1: <laughs> that and you can tell it started out as fan fiction. Like... <laughs>
0: Oh, yeah, like, there's just straight-up parallels to Twilight, which I believe was her that's, basis. Yeah. And just straight-up, like, Christian Grey is just Edward Cullen. Sure. You know.
1: I mean, hey, that's fine. Everyone's done a little fanfiction here and there. It's it's nothing to be a shame, though. Let's go
0: down that rabbit hole. Brad, what fanfiction have you done? I don't... Have I ever written fanfiction?
1: You know me, Jacob. I've done a fair amount of writing in my day.
0: I write fan fiction in my head, but I never write it. Like, yeah. Like I come up with ideas for what I think characters from media could do, but I never write it.
1: I think that's about as far as I get, too. Because like normally it only happens when I watch something or I read something, and I'm like, that was terrible. You could have done better. And I think, what could you have done better? And I kind of run down that rabbit Well, that's rabbit different
0: hole. from even what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is like, you know... I have an idea for uh, this show. It's like you could do an episode like this, you know, oh, something like that, gotcha. or, or what, or like Batman could fight this part, you know, like that kind of shit. Like I have ideas in my head of shit like that, mm-hmm. but I never write it.
1: Yeah, I don't think I, I I don't tend to have those ideas too often, and I don't I definitely don't ever write them down. But yeah, I, I don't know. I guess maybe I'm just not a fan fiction writer. I just don't have it in me. Hmm. I've got too much fun writing my own stuff. I don't
0: know. Yeah, exactly. You're 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 more of one of those uh, creative types. I unfortunately I am. Yes. Yeah. I've never understood the appeal of writing fan fiction. If I'm honest, and le- and le- honestly though, it's weird though how much fan fiction gets turned into actual books now. Yeah. Like there's a. It's great writing practice. There's, like, a series of books. I don't even know how many there are at this point, but they're making them into the movies. is why I know about them. Called After. Mm-hmm. And it started off as a One Direction Harry Styles fan fiction. Did it really? It really did. That's
1: kind of awesome.
0: So now, like, you watch it, and obviously they had to change the names when it became an actual book. So yeah, he's Barry like, Biles now. No, he's Harden Scott. <laughs> or something like that. And, uh, yeah. So it's just... It's, it's weird, though. Like, because... Fifty Shades started that way, then it was after. I'm mm-hmm. <laughs> um, sure there's other examples that I can't even Well, I
1: mean think of. sure. Fan fiction's one of those things where like if you do it right, you're nailing the the thing people enjoyed about the original story and you're changing it just enough so people can enjoy it again if you have, you know if you're like us and have low standards and just want something to enjoy.
0: Right. That's the thing is I think it's for a very specific audience.
1: Sure. I mean same thing could be said of like Transformers movies very specific audience and yet they're damn popular.
0: That's another set of movies that are just well I loved the cartoon when I was a kid. Cartoon was pretty good. So like I just I, I even though I know in my heart of hearts those movies are so bad I see every one of them. You got to at this point like it's it's true it's like it's weird like I'm I'm one of those people who's like, well, I've come this far in the franchise, I might as well just watch all of them. Mm-hmm. Like Fast and Furious just keep getting progressively more ridiculous. But I'm like, I've seen eight of them already. It, nine point. of them technically with Hobbs and Shaw. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I gotta, I gotta see nine.
1: How was Hobbs and Shaw? I never saw it. it.
0: Wasn't. You know what's so funny? Actually, weirdly enough, I came up with an idea for a movie a long time ago that I was going to write with my friend. That was an action movie, and it is essentially just Hobbs and Shaw. <laughs> but without the characters Hobbs and Shaw. It was kind of insane to see. I was like, how did The Rock get on my hard drive (laughs) and take this movie?
1: I mean, I'll watch anything The Rock is in. He is... Literally the closest thing humanity has to a walking figure of charisma.
0: One day we will do a taste testing on the show of Terramana Tequila, The Rock's Tequila.
1: Really? I didn't know he had a favorite tequila.
0: No, it's, it's, he owns it. Oh, he literally owns it. He literally owns a a a tequila company. We will, we will do a taste test of Terramana Tequila one day.
1: Uh, Hugh Jackman's got coffee. The Rock's got tequila. Uh, Ryan Reynolds has gin. That's right. I forgot about that. I don't really like gin though.
0: Yeah, I can do a gin and tonic every now and again. It's not my first choice, but. I don't mind gin in like a martini. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, I'll do, like, a martini, but, like, I can't just drink straight gin. I oh. oh. do a shot of gin. I can do a shot of tequila. Not want. I don't really want to. No. Please don't. For the most part. <laughs> Although I did, last night, I did try half a shot of Guy Fieri's tequila. Does he own a tequila company, he too? He does as well. And it, I gotta say pretty smooth surprisingly pretty smooth
1: I can't do tequila like I like it it's not bad but tequila it, it, it hurts me in a different way
0: I don't drink straight tequila that often I mostly do like margaritas yeah. or or like the 1800 has like a, a full mix thing' yeah, some like pre-mixed margarita thing. I'll drink those. Mm-hmm. The thing, because that thing is with that, it tastes like fucking juice. Straight yeah, up. Super dangerous, that stuff. Oh, absolutely. I drank like four glasses of it one night, and I was feeling it. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that stuff kind of sneaks up on you. But tequila, it's the old, I don't know why. And I hear this story from a lot of people. I want to know what it is about tequila. It's different from other booze. But it it just, it. the drunk off tequila feels a lot different. And I feel different waking up after it.
0: I feel so bad after I drink tequila. Like, yeah. I wake up and I feel like literally, like, someone punched me in the head 20 times. I don't
1: know what our friends south of the border did when they created that drink, but they've done a service to the world.
0: And it's so weird, though, too, because people have such different experiences with tequila. Or booze in general, really, if you want to think of it that way. But, like, tequila, it's so weird. Like, I know a lot of people who are like, I hate tequila. I can never drink tequila. It it just, it's bad. Yep. And then some people were like, tequila's my favorite fucking drink. Like, it's all I drink. I've never
1: seen somebody not happy off tequila. I feel like if you get drunk off tequila, it's a happy drink. I don't know what that is about tequila that does that. Tequila
0: usually does lead to good slash bad times.
1: Yeah, bad later,
0: good in the moment. Yeah. Well, bad later, and even then sometimes bad in the moment. Yeah. (laughs) You just don't realize it yet. It depends on how the night goes. But, for the most part, I do notice, yes, it is kind of like a happy drink. Whereas vodka, a violence drink.
1: I mean... I was actually about to bring that up. I mean, granted, you could be the Russians, and your drink is vodka, which, who willingly drinks that?
0: Dude, honestly, I want to know, like, who in Russia was like, let's just drink paint thinner. (laughs) Like, because that's what it just tastes like. It just tastes like fucking paint thinner. Well, what I assume paint thinner tastes like. I've never drank paint thinner, but I've smelt it. Yeah. And I smell, and I, and I smell vodka, and they smell pretty much the same.
1: And I don't want to hear anybody go, "Oh, you just need to buy, you know, more expensive vodka. Buy better stuff. Don't buy the cheap shit." No, I've had expensive vodka. I've had top shelf stuff. Hmm. It, yeah, it's smoother. It still tastes like hand sanitizer. I'm sorry.
0: Although I will say, and I got to give Dan Aykroyd credit for this. No, nope. Crystal Head vodka mm-hmm. is the smoothest vodka I've ever drank in my life.
1: It is really smooth. See, the thing with if you buy. A smoother vodka or a top shelf vodka, it makes a much better mixer. Yes. Right, because it still has that horrible taste. So you mix it, and it, you don't taste that anymore, and right. it's still really smooth. Right. So it's the best of both worlds. If you're mixing cheap vodka, you're getting the worst of both. Yeah. You get you you still yeah. get that terrible taste. I don't care what you mix it with. Bad vodka is gonna taste like bad yeah, vodka. Yeah, you
0: cannot like. Dull the taste of bad vodka. No. Kettle One will always just taste like fucking hand sanitizer.
1: Oh, you know what? That UV that comes in the giant plastic bottle.
0: I can't tell you how many times I drank UV in Dude, my life.
1: Dude, that, that was one of my first That's experiences. That's such a teenager's vodka. It
0: is. That and um, who's the one who does like the flavored vodka? Svedka? Svedka, yeah. Svedka is a teenager. You know, you got the big bright bottle. That's what it is. It, it, it attracts the kids. Colors, man.
1: Colors yeah. and flavors. That's what does it. And who's the one who makes like the whipped cream, like the Swedish Fish one? Oh, Pinnacle. Yeah, it's Pinnacle. That stuff is disgusting.
0: sweet su- I remember liking the Swedish Fish one, kind of.
1: I remember I did. There was a Swedish Fish
0: one. That Again, was, I was seventeen though when I drank this. Hey, we can't admit to underage drinking on this show. Uh, it's certainly not a crime to drink underage. It's a, it's a crime to buy booze. You are correct, underage. actually. Um, yeah, it was it was the Swedish Fish vodka from Pinnacle. It was the the birthday cake from UV. No, birthday cake was also pinnacle.
1: Uh, UV has one, too. Oh.
0: Yeah, and it's bad. I'd be honest with UV blue, though, sometimes, like, if you just get, like, nips mm-hmm. of UV blue, it's not a bad you shot. You
1: mean they're trying to get rid of nips?
0: Are they really? Yeah, I saw That's that. That's probably a good idea. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I mean, I've never... S- <laughs> we were talking about it in the break room at work the other day because it came up on the news how they, were trying, they were trying to pass a ban on nips. Or, I don't know what the context of it was. We got like the last 30 seconds of that news story. In Massachusetts? It was either Mass or Rhode Island. I don't know which. Uh, probably oh, Rhode It would probably
0: be nips. Mass and then go to Rhode Island because Gina Raimondo just does whatever Charlie <laughs> Baker does.
1: <laughs> um, it's going well for us so far, so keep it up. Yeah, honestly. Um, but yeah, we were talking about it in the break room, and I feel like the only point in its favor was they were cheap because we were talking about it. And we're like, yeah, and, you know, nobody ever uses nips, they just litter them everywhere, you know there's no point point in just buy a bottle and there was one guy who just kind of turned and went
0: you guys never been poor have you <laughs> <laughs> no that's not true nips are not the poor people drink the poor people drink is natty daddies or okay. shit like that you know what I mean well, I mean
1: you can buy ten nips for like six bucks you can not buy even.
0: one gigantic natty daddy for a dollar
1: uh, fair enough
0: so you could you could spend ten dollars and get a like ten giant natty daddies that'll get you probably more fucked up than nips will.
1: But there's no variety there,
0: man. You gotta. That's true. Variety is the spice of life.
1: It's true. Sometimes you want to be a poor drunk with a little flavor.
0: Yeah, I gotta be honest. With you. I've never had a good experience with nips because n- nips are always like my friends buy them and then we go and fucking do karaoke and then drink nips in the parking lot. Like it's never been, it's never been like a thing of oh yeah man I'm really excited to do a nip of Fireball
1: they've always been for me 4th of July party but nobody is um, everybody's too ashamed to get really fucked up so instead we're going to put a tray out of nips and if you take one we're not going to judge you because we all want to drink but nobody has the balls to just crack open a bottle
0: yeah exactly or or nobody could agree on what they want to drink, so they get the variety of nips oh, just to make yeah. everyone happy. And
1: yeah, now nobody's happy because the thing you wanted to drink you have a small child-sized bottle of and it doesn't do anything for you.
0: That is true. It's like the perfect baby-sized bottle.
1: Yeah, if you wanted to make baby-sized alcohol, nips are it, which I don't know if anybody really thought that through.
0: I just had a really fucked up thought in my head of What, like, drunk babies? No, no, no Of like a little person Being like Whoa, this is a big bottle Of booze <laughs> <laughs> Jesus <laughs> You have to be a real Small person To think that's a big bottle You have to be like uh, Mini-Me From Austin Powers yeah. Oh yeah. man But yeah, no They probably should be nips
1: I'd be okay it- with it I wouldn't miss them I haven't had a nip In like eight years
0: I don't like to do shots that much anymore. Honestly, I've I had this realization the other day. I have no desire in my life to get blackout drunk anymore. No. No. And don't get me wrong, from time to time having a good blackout experience like if you're just hanging out with your friends, it can be fun. Mm-hmm. But the next day and the uh, the recovery from it is just such awful experience.
1: I am thankful enough to not have that experience. Like I don't I have never blacked out. Um, I have oh, had, I blacked
0: out like multiple times, but I don't like it,
1: but Well no, nobody likes it. I've had it where like I'll wake up and I'll remember basically everything that happened for the night before. Um I won't have any missing time. But like two months down the road, they're like they're only short term storage is what I'm trying to say. Like I'll remember them for like the next week and a half, two weeks, maybe a month if it was a real good night. Um, but after that, it just like it starts to turn into like that. You know when you have a dream, yeah. but you don't totally remember the dream. It just kind of I mean, bits. You have bits and pieces. Yeah, that's kind of what my drunk nights turn into after a while. Yeah, which is unfortunate because I would like to remember more of those nights, but you know. Yeah,
0: it is what it is. I'm at the point now where I'm f- I'm just fine getting a nice buzz on, <sighs> and I'm good. I wish, or, we or even getting to the point where I'm drunk, mm-hmm. but just not like I'm drunk but coherent and I can take care of myself. Oh. That's the thing is. Blackout nights are just like literally, you are just a drain on everybody. Yes. Because everyone's gonna take care of you. You're fucking throwing up everywhere. It's just it's bad times.
1: It's a rough experience for all involved, really. Yeah. And I've taken care of a lot of blackout drunks in my day. It's it was my job for a while. Was and I don't mean literally. They paid me to take care of blackout drunks. <laughs> I hung I hung around a lot of drunk people and they right. they did a lot of drinking and a lot of them didn't hold their liquor as well as I did. Right. Which is unfortunate. And I still am annoyed at my curse of high alcohol tolerance. It makes just getting... Oh, I wish I had your... You, you don't. You really don't. See,
0: the thing is, I don't, in the sense of, like, I'd have to drink, like, ten times as much as I do now to get drunk. Mm-hmm. But, like, I... Getting buzzed off of three beers really fucking sucks. And I don't get it, too, because I'm a bigger guy. Like, you think... I can drink more and be in that buzz state for longer, but it... Like the fact that I can get buzz so quickly kind of pisses me off.
1: Not, no, that's that's a blessing, man. And one thing I've learned is that size is never an indicator of alcohol tolerance. I've had women half my size drink me under the table. Right. Not only is that incredibly attractive, it's also damn impressive. <laughs> right.
0: That's the thing, though. Yeah. I, but you, the the science says. That yeah. Me as a bigger man, I should. It should take longer for me to get drunk than it does. But it doesn't. Yeah. And that's the problem. And that's why I usually can't drink hard alcohol because if I drink hard alcohol, then I just fucking.
1: I have to. That's the thing is like, if I know we're going out to have drinks or whatever, um, or it depends. If we're going out to have drinks, I know I'm always going to be safe because, like, I could drink basically whatever I wanted and I'm going to be fine after an hour or two. Yeah. Um,. But if we're going to a party or whatever and we're having drinks, I'm like, okay, either I need to drink for an hour before I get here to make Pretty sure I'm... game Yeah, t- because I need to be on the same level as everybody else, or I'm going to get there and everyone's going to think I'm a severe alcoholic but by the amount of alcohol I have to consume to get drunk.
0: And just even get buzzed.
1: It's it's a real pain in the ass. I mean, you've I, I have not drank with you in person, but we've been on the phone drinking before. Yeah. And you've seen the amount of alcohol I've had to, I've had to drink. This to man tipsy. one
0: night did, like, 15 shots of sake within, like, a two-hour period that we were talking Mm -hmm. and the man wasn't even buzzed yeah i
1: mean and not to say sake is the hardest drink around it's like 15 16 no but i'm saying
0: in that in that time period doing like 15 it probably was like less than two hours but like i'm just saying two hours to be safe yeah it was probably maybe like an hour and a half a little maybe a little bit less who fucking really knows um, but yeah, the man was not buzzed in the slightest. He nope. was still just speaking like he usually does. It
1: was totally fine. I sounded just like
0: I sound now, although a little sadder because I'd gone through
1: almost an entire bottle of sake
0: and didn't feel much. <laughs> this was, and this was the sake that Brad fell in love with. He... Oh, dude,
1: this stuff is good. Like, I've, I sake was one of the last things I, ha- I had not tried. I've tried almost every other alcohol under the sun. I've tried most mixed drinks in the world. Mm. I did a lot of drinking. Um, not to sound like I had a problem. But
0: he had a slight problem.
1: I had a big, it wasn't a slight problem. It was a big problem, um, but it's fine. I have it under, under control
0: now. That's what every alcoholic says. See, Go on,
1: bro. No, actually, that, that's a, that's a good discussion. Actually, I, I want to know what your thoughts on this are. My opinion with addiction problems, okay, and this is unique to me, I know, um, but I cannot cut them out entirely because I feel like I haven't beaten it.
0: Your addictions?
1: Yeah, I feel like if I if I just avoid alcohol entirely and I can't control it. I'm not beating it. I'm just, I'm just hiding from it.
0: See, I've always thought the cold turkey method is the worst way to go. Be- it's certainly the hardest because it's just gonna, it's just gonna, you're gonna rubber band. Yeah. You're gonna, you know, you're gonna be like, okay, I'm up here on it, but now I'm gonna go down, and then boom, you're gonna shoot right back up to your drinking level. Whereas I think like if you can wean yourself off of it in the sense of like, you know, say like you're drinking two to three nights a week, if you can wean yourself down to like two nights a week then one night a week and then maybe
1: every other week every other
0: week you know maybe just having a glass of wine with dinner whatever your thing is whatever your level is yeah yeah, Uh, where you want to be at like for me now I'm I'm down to maybe like one night a week two if if I'm like I want to go out to eat with my friends and then we end up getting drinks afterwards like that wasn't really the plan it was mainly just to go out to eat right
1: Do you normally drink
0: with with food? I mean, outside of, like, bar snacks. Depends on the food, I think. Like, if I go out to dinner, like, if I'm just going out to dinner, Mm -hmm. most of the time I'll maybe have, like, a Captain and Coke with my meal. Because the thing is, I like soda with food. Right. It's we. I don't know if it's just because I went through 20... years of that.
1: Dude I can't kick it
0: like it's the only time I drink soda now I'm sitting there with a burger I want some fries and a soda that's the thing though too is like a burger right like you think like oh a burger and a beer like that would be good it's like I don't know like I I like to just have a soda with my burger or Mm -hmm. like any kind of like food like that if I've been drinking and I'm getting food I'm fine at that point like I can drink with my food still but like I kind of have to be in that mindset of I'm drinking and it's like oh man I do kind of want like Wings, though, you know, like that sort right. of thing. Like I can't just be like, and I do it though. Like, if I go out and get wings, I'll get a beer with it most of the time because it's either like, well, we're planning on staying here and having some more drinks, or it's like, you know, I'm in a bar, so I might as well just get a beer. Right. But for the most part, yeah, I don't like to drink with food.
1: I'm kind of the same way. The only the only drink I can kind of do with food is wine. Right. Um, and that's even then, it's it's kind of iffy. I like I've I've done. One of the, another thing I didn't experiment, experiment much with was wine. Only because, like, there's so many different kinds of wine. So many yeah. different, like varieties. So, I mean, I you experienced this a little while ago. I went on a wine buying spree. <laughs> I, I was buying a ton of wine just to try everything and see what I liked and what I didn't like.
0: And us talking about wine so much almost made me join the TCM
1: Wine Club. Because Jacob really wanted to be a 40-year-old housewife for a minute there.
0: Well, the TCM, so the funny thing about it was it all kind of was copacetic the way it all lined up. Because mm-hmm. I started to watch older movies because HBO Max has a great Turner Classic movie section with a bunch of old movies I've never seen. Right. And I've always wanted to Start watching older movies. You know, some of them I have watched and I've liked. Some of them I haven't liked. I've gotten really into French cinema. Really? I don't know why. Look at you, you cultured son of a bitch. Yeah, I know, right? I've been watching a lot of French movies lately, though. Uh, I watched one the other day that was a little odd. It was called like "And God Created Woman" or something like that. It's Mm -hmm. basically just about this like young girl who's like, you know, partying it up, and then she has to get married or else she's gonna have to go back to an orphanage, even though she looks like she's like twenty (laughs) three. It was just weird. This movie's from, like, the 60s. <laughs> Fair enough. Different time. Um, and it's also France, so Fran- French people might be weird. I've with never that. trusted the French. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And then it's, like, weird. Like, she's, like, in love with the brother of the guy she marries, and they're, like, you know, mm-hmm. they have sex, and then it's this whole spiraling thing. But anyway, Bridget Bardot is in it most beautiful woman I've ever seen in my fucking life. Bridget Bardot? Bridget Bardot. Oh, my God. it got a fun name to say. Yeah, i got to show you Bridget Bardot. Apparently, she's a huge racist, but... Oh, <laughs> well. Like, in real life. But <laughs> at least in this movie, when she was that... Age, oh, my God, the most beautiful woman I've ever seen in my life. But anyway, yeah, gotten into French cinema. So anyway, the TCM Wine Club is the Turner Classic Movies Wine Club, and they send you a bottle of wine, or, like, multiple bottles of wine, and they tell you, like, what movie to pair it with. Mm-hmm. And I love that. I love the idea of that.
1: I'm not happy about it, but I'm kind of into it, too.
0: I wish I wasn't, but I would do it. Like, like, you know, you get like a fucking... Oh, here's a Merlot, and we want to pair this with... uh, I'm trying to think. With the Wizard of Oz. Yeah. Some shit like that. (laughs) Yeah,
1: I mean... If I didn't still have so much wine left over, Mm. I'd probably do it. Yeah. But I can't get rid of this wine fast enough, man. I'm cooking with it. I'm drinking it, like...
0: It's only $100 join the TCM Wine Club, though. How much do you get? I think you get like six bottles of wine in each shipment, plus an extra bonus bottle from Francis Ford Coppola's personal vineyard. Oh, there we go.
1: Yeah. Is it 100 bucks? what, a month? Uh, a I don't fee? exactly
0: know how it works. I think it might be monthly. Because mm-hmm. well,
1: I know the one that I did was... Um, it was every month, but you could delay it to be every six weeks if you wanted to. And you got, like, six or seven bottles of wine. And if I can do
0: that, I might do it. Because I don't know that every month I need six bottles of wine in the house. Yeah,
1: I'm wondering who the hell drinks so much wine that you need a bottle a week. Like, yeah. granted, maybe I, there are people out there who have wine with dinner. I could go a with bottle dinner.
0: a week, though, right? A mm-hmm. bottle a week seems more good to me than like in four weeks I have to go through six bottles of wine yeah, a bottle and a half a week now yeah exactly like that seems like a lot and also you know I like the six weeks thing because then I can just watch six movies at one, one a week mm-hmm. and it's nice it's
1: a good way to relax
0: you exactly. know? we all got our
1: hobbies I'm trying to get back I'm trying to get into movies I'm giving it an honest go I, um,
0: folks you have no idea how happy it is for me to hear that. I have known Jacob
1: Griffin for 10 years and for 10 years he has tried to get me to watch more movies to varying degrees of effect.
0: I've literally made Brad sit down and watch movies with me. It's
1: true. It's, and he doesn't usually tell me either. He's like, hey, you want to hang out? I'm like, yeah, sure, I'll come over and I'll, we'll hang out
0: and suddenly he puts a movie on. I'm like, you son of a bitch. To be fair, most of the time I put on movies that I think Brad would like. It's, it's true. It's not like I'm just making him watch and God created woman with me. I mean, I probably would have enjoyed it. French cinema. You know, like I'm not, I'm not making him watch something that thinks gonna like, like. I made him watch Deadpool. That's yeah, <laughs> And I made him watch Hardcore Henry. Yeah,
1: I Deadpool. I don't think I'd seen Deadpool. No, you before. had not
0: seen Deadpool at that point. That's why I made you watch right. It.
1: That's right. And Hardcore Henry, I definitely had not seen. You were on a real Hardcore Henry kick for a while there. It's
0: that's, that's one of the best action movies ever made.
1: It's a, it's certainly one of the most innovative, I would say.
0: Yeah, it's it's a, it's a fun experiment. I don't know how well it works as a narrative, mm-hmm. but
1: I want to see that technique applied to other genres
0: i want to see that technique applied to a doom movie a dune mo- or doom a doom oh
1: i was like doom i'm like well they're already kind of far into production to change that <laughs> up but we'll see
0: it's all from the eyes Denis villeneuve Chalamet. or whatever oh my god that movie's gonna be so good you think bro Did you see blade Runner 2049 i didn't actually no. first of all denny villeneuve don't miss <laughs> folks the thing is dune is a is a thick book it is. I bought Dune on my iPad. I plan to read it. Luckily, I have more time now because <laughs> it got delayed. But it is a thick book.
1: Yeah, I've always wanted to read it. It's one of the, the classics that I've never gotten around to reading, to mm-hmm. my own shame. But I'll get to it eventually. I
0: want to learn about the Spice Melange. Oh, yeah. But anyway, yeah, I want to see that technique applied to a Dune movie. I,
1: I imagine it, it would be very similar to Hardcore Harmony, only with more reds and purples and demons. and demons. Yeah, some
0: neon green colors thrown in there. I've been playing Doom Eternal again, Brad. Ooh, any good? I'm getting ready for the DLC, because it's coming out soon. That's right. I'd forgotten about that. Getting back in the swing of things with Doom Eternal. Playing it on Ultraviolence, or I, whatever. The, that's or the Nightmare? That's the hardest, yeah, Nightmare. Nightmare's the hard. No, I'm playing on the one underneath. The so Ultraviolence, Violence. So Ultraviolence. And I gotta say... I'm getting the mechanics more. I'm liking it better this time around. Really? So the third time around is uh, the charm? Third time is the charm on this one, folks. And i got to be honest with you. You could make a really good Doom movie. If you did it like the game, you could make a really good Doom movie. At least with what Eternal does. Eternal has more story in it than 2016 does. Mm Mm-hmm. But, like, there's just moments in there where I think, like, bro, you could have a theater rip-roaring over this. Like, when the Marauder comes in for the first time, Mm -hmm. and he's like, you were a usurper. And I'm like, fuck yeah, dude. And then he throws Sam Hayden through the thing. I'm like, yeah, dude, we're getting ready for a fucking fight. That music kicks in. Doom
1: has some of the best music in video games. Oh,
0: absolutely, bro. Mick Gordon's a legend. I didn't realize he did the music for, um... Uh, Wolfenstein too. It, you did, yes, as well, and realized that the Wolfenstein music is very different. <laughs> it is very different. Uh, not a bad game though. No. Yeah. I enjoyed it. It was. It got a little. Uh, two, two is not as good. Two I never played, a and I heard call. that was a good call. I like two. I like parts of two. Like the shooting's great. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong, but like that game. Goes to cutscenes every fucking 10 seconds. Really? We got a Kojima yeah. thing going on here? That's the thing, yeah. And everyone complained about there being a lot of cutscenes in Doom Eternal. I'd be like, people, play fucking Wolfenstein the New Colossus and you will never complain <laughs> again about too many cutscenes in your first person shooter. You don't know how good you have it. Exactly. Because the thing is, is like, yeah, sure, there are a lot of cutscenes in Doom Eternal compared to 2016, but it's like, it's all shit that's cool, at least. You right. know what I mean? It's all shit that's dope as hell. But i got to be honest with you, going from the Doom 1, because I've been listening to the Doom music on Spotify because I've been playing this game, the Doom Eternal music is weird because it's like, I mean, the Doom twenty sixteen Jesus Christ, dude, the titles of these games is really fucking confusing. The Doom 2016 music is like, it has the metal undertones to it, but it's like way more electronic. And then I get the feeling like with Doom Eternal, like they were like, Mick Gordon, just fucking metal it up. And then he, he fucking did. He, he meddled it up? Yeah, dude. And I love, there's like songs in there that have like this fucking hell chorus in it. And it would be like, it'd be like, this, it sounds like, you know, like the chorus of like, you know, like a, like a Christian sort of thing, like a uh, like gospel kind of thing, like gospel sort of thing, but it's like deep tones and like it's like demonic gospel, demonic gospel, but they'll be like rip and tear, rip and tear. It's fucking awesome. Sweet. Gets me hard as hell. Jesus. (laughs) Boner alert. (sighs) I mean, I think I own it. Doom Journal? I think so. It's on Game Pass if you don't own it. I think my brother bought it
1: and either he played it and did not like it or was indifferent to it because he has not mentioned it since. You
0: know what kind of pissed me off? Hmm. It came to Game Pass on Xbox but not on PC. Oh, really? Yeah. I feel like they've been getting better about that, kind of making sure it's on both. I wonder if there's some weird thing with, like, the Bethesda launcher thing. and that's that cool. But Fallout 76 surprise. is on Game Pass on PC, so I don't know. I feel like that game flops so hard they're desperate to get it on anything. Yeah, they're desperate just to get players. That game is not as bad now.
1: No, so. uh, now it seems to be bad. I own
0: Fallout 76. Intentionally? Yes. <laughs> my friend, when I was building my PC, my friend was like, it's on sale on this, like, I forget what it was. It might have been Green Man Gaming or something like that. It was Mm -hmm. on sale for like 15 bucks. And he was like, I want to get into it because this new update looks kind of cool. But I'm only going to do it if you'll buy it with me. And I'm like, I'll buy it with you. Like, I'll try it. And it's not bad. It feels a little aimless compared to a Fallout game. Because you're just doing random shit. But it's fun, kind of. It's just Fallout 4, but you can play with people. And i got to be honest with you. The Fallout 76 player base is the nicest player base I've ever (laughs) met in an online game. They try to help newcomers. It's
1: because they've been beaten down by their own game. So when somebody finally shows up to play, they're like, we got to be nice to them. We can't,
0: we we, got to encourage them to leave. That's the thing. But I was so surprised. I was like, oh, these level 90 guys are just going to fucking trounce us. And they were like, hey, how you doing, guys? Uh, You need any help? Just, uh, you know, if you have any questions, just ask us. we'll we'll be happy to help if you want some help on your quests or something they gave us like materials like damn they were very nice people if only more games could be that way honestly if only GTA Online could be that way I
1: don't think GTA Online ever has a chance of being that way it'd be funny if it was if if everyone was nice
0: to everybody that would be nice but yeah video games huh you (laughs) playing anything lately um, I'm still going through
1: Ghosts. Uh, Tsushima, oh, so, oh, so. Not,
0: yeah, not the old Call of Duty. Oh, gonna, um, I, when you first said Ghosts, I was like, is he playing through all the Call of Duties for some reason? No. Is, is that he getting ready for Cold War? Yeah,
1: yeah, I'm super excited for Cold War. Not really. I am kind of. I, I haven't honestly played a Call of Duty in a long time. I played the last one. Um, I played only multiplayer, I think.
0: Um, mm. Modern Warfare was, is very good.
1: Is it? The, that's the last one. Or no, what was the?
0: Oh, maybe it was Modern Warfare. No,
1: That was that Call of Duty I played? Holy World
0: shit. War Two? Nope, didn't play that one. Black Ops Four? Nope. Must have been Modern Warfare then. It's the newest one. The one that's a little heavier. It's kind of more tactical. Jesus
1: Christ. Yeah, I think I guess it'd be Modern Warfare then. Yeah. That's how, that's how little I play these games, is that I literally am running through my head, and I'm like, I don't recognize any of these maps, I don't know, I don't know any of this. Yeah. But I don't know, Call of Duty is, is long gone to me, I think. I don't think I'm ever really going to get back into it again.
0: I'm one of those dumbasses that buys Call of Duty every year. Yeah. And I, mean, I don't know why I do it. It's
1: because they got the,
0: you. That's the thing, though. No, you know what's got me right now is Warzone. Warzone's got me. I,
1: I could not play that for the life of me. I, I did not have any fun with that,
0: with that game mode. Warzone is fucking fun. <laughs> when you're playing with people, it's fucking fun. Maybe dude.
1: that's what it is. It's like I like, I don't do multiplayer very often, um, or I should say I don't do like multiplayer with friends very often. But that's weird. That's kind of the whole point of it. Yeah, well, I mean, like games like Among Us or like
0: anything that you do like with people you know. Oh, well, I've been playing a lot of Among Us lately. Everybody has. Dude, it's a lot of fun. I've never played it. It's you know it's it's the closest thing we'll ever get to a video game version of the thing. <laughs> And there was a thing video game. Was like, there really? Yeah, on PS2. It was kind of it was a good game. Like it wasn't a bad game, but I'm saying like that sort of like paranoia mm-hmm. and like you know like somebody here is the fucking mo- like Among Us is the closest thing we'll ever get to a video game version of the thing.
1: Yeah. I mean, we've had a lot of those style of games before. Mm. Um But I feel like this one's taking off in the way the others didn't. Like, they paved the road and Among Us is walking it.
0: So, you know what's so weird is I thought Among Us was a new game. It came out in 2018.
1: Yeah. I don't know what picked it up or why it's suddenly gaining traction. The streamers. Probably.
0: But fucking... (laughs) It was something about it, though. It was weird. It was like, because the news came out they canceled Among Us 2 and they're just going to update Among Us 1 Mm -hmm. because it's so popular right now. And they're like, why would we split the player base on putting out a new one? Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Which I get. But I was like, why the fuck were they already planning a sequel? This game just came out. And then I was like, and my friend was like, no, it came out in 2018. I went, what?
1: Yep. Yeah. I remember. I was surprised the first time I learned that. Because I Googled it. When, it, when people first start talking about it, I'm like, I've never heard of this game. What is this? I looked that up. I was like, oh, 2018. Look at that. Yeah. For some reason, it just started popping off. Dude, streaming media is the most powerful form of advertisement we have in video games right now.
0: And it's crazy that Nintendo wants to stop it. <laughs> yeah.
1: It's because Nintendo feels like they don't need it because they're old Japanese men. They're like, we know how the world works and we're going to keep doing it our way.
0: To be fair, Nintendo probably doesn't need it. No, they don't. But it would help. Mario sells itself is the thing, you know, because it's Mario. But, yeah, it is kind of annoying. (laughs) Remember when they had, like, that little program where you had to, like, sign up with them to be, like, a partner and they got, like, part of your YouTube revenue? No, I don't. Was that really a thing they did? That was, like, during the Wii U era. Jesus. which is crazy cuz you think that they would want to sell those fucking things.
1: Yeah. Uh, they make so many questionable decisions. I love them for it. They really do. They're like that weird uncle you get at Thanksgiving that like you still have to love but like every time he's wearing like clothes that don't quite match and he has a story that is a little too weird and you're just like it comes to one family event in a maga hat. Yeah, it's like uh, okay, I don't know that I want to associate Nintendo with a maga hat. Hold on a second. <laughs>
0: I forgot I forgot what even the scenario was. I thought we were just talking about weird uncles. <laughs> I completely forgot that the original point of it was Nintendo.
1: Yeah, and Nintendo has a lot of flaws, but, you know, but that is not, not one no of them. No flaws that big. No. No, they're, they're a nice video game company who makes
0: great games that everyone loves. Speaking of MAGA hats... What do you think about the fact that our president is the strongest man in the history of the oh, world, and Jesus he beats the Christ. coronavirus? He
1: hadn't, because he just said that they only found small amounts of virus left when they tested him, which means he's still fucking positive. Right. He hasn't beaten anything. You've seen videos of him, he looks like he's dying on
0: stage. He can't breathe.
1: He might be dying, to well, be
0: fair. I mean, they pumped him... With, they probably pumped him with every drug possible. Yeah,
1: they they he got a uh, an experimental drug that has not been FDA-approved yet. It's made from uh, stem cell research. That the CEO of the company uh, had to approve via phone call for uh, special circumstances because they would not administer it otherwise.
0: Interesting that such a pro-life guy like Trump is using stem cells. It's huh? funny how that works, right? Like yeah. It's almost like uh, he doesn't actually believe that. No. And he's just saying whatever he has to to win. It's buzzwords, man. It's buzzwords, but...
1: I don't know. We'll see. I am I, terrified of how many people are going to get infected for his agenda. How many people have already been infected because of his agenda? Mm. You know, it's, it's, it's needless collateral damage. You want to, you know, go down in a blaze of glory and have this virus kill you, that's fine. I'm not going to stop you, but don't take anybody with you.
0: It is perfect comedy, though. Him at the debates like, this guy wears a mask all the time, you know? It's like, you wear a mask if he's 20 feet away from you. Cut to the next day. Trump is positive of COVID-19. Cue the c- the Curb Your Enthusiasm theme. I don't know if there's a God up there or what, but if if there was, he saw that and went, "All right, fucker." <laughs> All right? Yeah. You wanna you wanna fucking you wanna talk shit about mess? All right, I got you. Yeah. I got your ass. Uh, God, that was
1: it was really perfect
0: irony there. I love it. It really was. I, I'm surprised I didn't see any edits of that with the Curb Your Enthusiasm thing. I'm sure it's out, it's got to be out there, but if it's not... Get on that, folks. Missed opportunity. Well, it's late now. It's true. And we've moved on to the fly now. Oh, this fucking fly. I, I hate the way the internet works, man. Dude, honestly, we deserve whatever we get, if I'm honest, as Americans. We're fucking stupid. It's the true. fact that there was a fucking uh, vice presidential debate, and the thing that was trending, number one, was the fly. Yeah. Fuck off! We deserve whatever hell we have wrought upon ourselves. We made our bed; we have to lie in it. Yeah, honestly, we're the dumbest country in the history of the fucking world. We're one of them. Yeah,
1: I don't know who could be dumber. Um, I don't know. I have to go on a historical dive. I'm willing to bet we've done less dumb shit than some people. I mean, the French. Come back to the French. I mean, talk shit about them again. Don't trust the French, man. I really don't trust. I feel like I should explain that so people don't think I'm actually racist to the French. Why Why do you not trust the French? I knew people growing up who were, like, comically racist. Like, just openly, like, I do not like people of color. Like, just straight up, like, grandma from the South
0: level of racist. I think every grandma was like that, though.
1: At some point, yeah.
0: Um, like, my grandma said some questionable things in her life. I'll be honest with you. Funny
1: enough, my grandma's French, because I call her Meme. Um, Meme? Yeah, she's Meme. But... um I always that always sat so weird to me that you could have such an opinion, and I I wanted to make fun of it. So when when they would say stupid stuff like that, I'd be like, "Yeah, man, I don't like the French. It's just I don't trust them. They seem shifty." <laughs> to me, because that sounds as ridiculous as they sound to me. Because like it just doesn't make any sense to me. So that's that's my way of like making a joke out of abhorrent racism.
0: Sometimes I'll make Jew jokes around my dad. Just because he, just, I'm trying to get him off the Trump topic for the most part, so I'll just say, like, stupid, random, like, Jew jokes, and he will be like, wow, my son's an anti-Semite. And I'll be like, I'm not an anti-Semite, but it's funny that, like, you know, you draw the line there, you know what I mean? You're openly supporting this fucking racist.
1: Yeah, but, you know, that that's where the line in the sand is. Right. It's gotta protect the Jews. I guess. They've had it out since Egypt, man. They have, They have to keep their eyes open. Yeah.
0: <laughs> They're the chosen people.
1: <laughs> Did you have to do the accent
0: <laughs> really? Whenever I say the chosen people, I have to, it's it just comes out of me. Bagels and locks.
1: Jacob just had to slap his own chest because we have to do audio cuts when something happens because we can't like pause the recording. Or we anything. have to do time checks. Yeah, so you know, instead of because we're holding a microphone because we're sitting in the guest room, we don't have stands or anything. Uh, he had to slap his chest. Yeah, I couldn't do a clap.
0: That's what like I usually would do.
1: I mean, you could have snapped.
0: I don't snap well. Oh, see, like it's like iffy. Okay,
1: please stop snapping
0: in these fine people's ears. Sorry, I am inevitable. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Brad, you—I I just want to. Speaking of snaps, and I am inevitable. Mm. You look more like Chris Evans today than you ever have in your entire life. Is that
1: right? Yeah. I don't feel like Chris Evans, to be honest. I mean, I'm not showing sure my penis to anybody recently. That was so funny. I feel like I feel bad for him. But that's so funny. I don't, only because we, we reacted as a nation, as a, as, a, as a class of people, as humans, as if Captain America himself had shown his penis. I've never seen somebody get so much respect and understanding after having nudes leaked as Chris Evans.
0: It was wild. It is wild. a weird kind of funny double standard, though, if you think about it. Remember, it is remember a- the fappening? And we all were just on top of the fappening.
1: Yeah. It's, it's entirely weird. And I don't know if it's because it's, he's a man. I don't know if it's because it's Chris Evans or what.
0: But there was a weird amount of just oh respect. We feel bad. Don't share his penis pictures. But then, like, all the Jennifer Lawrence pictures are just shared around everywhere. Yeah, it, it's, it's kind of messed up.
1: I mean, I'm not saying don't share them. You can look at Chris Evans' penis if you'd like, to. I'm not gonna stop you. That's fine.
0: It's not even a very
1: good picture of it. It's it's to be fair. It's an awkward photo. I don't know why. I don't. Well, know what it's the...
0: just it. The, well, I'm saying the way I'm not saying the picture he took was bad. About it. I'm saying like you can't even really see it. It's just like a mini blip in his camera roll. Yeah. So it's like you're not even getting the full view of his dick and balls. But that's one of those things.
1: Like, it's I feel like I'm not I'm not privy to Chris Evans personal life obviously i don't know what he's dealing with on a day-to-day basis but i feel like my perception from an internet bystander is that when a female or like any other attractive person gets their nudes leaked they are harassed about it constantly to, mm. the, to the point where they feel like they, they need to either make a statement or step back or like it needs to get addressed in some way with evans maybe this is happening maybe it's not but i feel like it happened we shared it everywhere everyone looked at it and then we left the man alone Right, yeah. He made a joke out of it. He was like, well, now that I have your attention, go vote. I was like, hey, man.
0: (laughs) I like it. Good on you. But Uh, it's just, it's bizarre. Yeah, no. We all didn't Ken Bone ourselves. Remember Ken Bone? I do. Ken Bone was back in the news lately. He was. Still undecided. (laughs) Don't know how you've gotten through four years of this and you're undecided at this point. (laughs) Either you like like Trump or you don't. I feel like he's not undecided. That
1: just makes a better headline.
0: Right, it's just he wants to be relevant again, Ken Bone. But they found his Reddit history after like he became a big deal because he was part of those debates there mm-hmm. where like they had the undecided voters. He, into like,
1: uh, and... he was into some weird porn or something. He was like into
0: like, pregnancy porn but the thing that made me think of it was he said something about the Jennifer Lawrence pictures, and he's like something like oh if she didn't want this to happen she shouldn't have taken the pictures and you know I looked at him I saw her butthole and I liked it is mm-hmm. what he said like Jesus. something in a Reddit post and i
1: that kind of thing doesn't happen to Evan's <laughs>
0: No. Or maybe it does, and I'm just not looking. Right. I mean, I did almost make a meme that was going to be Ant-Man going, that's America's cock. But I didn't do it because maybe. I felt bad for him.
1: See, that, that's what's... If it had been anybody else, would you have
0: felt bad? No, if it had been anybody else, I probably just wouldn't have even had the inclination. Right, to, well, to I mean, obviously... If the yeah. the thing was, was with that is that it just perfectly lined
1: up. It's true, it's true. But would you have been against... Not that meme, Particularly, but right. making a joke about somebody else's leaked photos, you I, you would have. I done. mean, I have
0: in the past. I mean, I did it on this show about Chris Evans <laughs> Fair just enough. ten seconds ago. So, like, the thing is, I'm not a victim blaming person on that sort of thing. It's like, sure, that's shitty that your private photos got leaked out. Mm-hmm. I will look at them for curiosity's sake. I'm just putting that out there. Probably not a good thing, but curiosity killed the cat. It's true, as they say. So. Yes, I have seen the Jennifer Lawrence pictures. I have not. I've seen a lot of the pictures that leaked out. Just mainly because of some of the places where I go to look at porn, it was all there. It's on the front page. So
1: I don't don't think... When that whole leak happened, I don't think I saw any of it. You didn't see any? That's surprising. Well, I didn't look for it. That's the thing. The thing
0: is, I feel like I I wasn't looking for it either. It just happened upon me. Yeah. (laughs) You know what I mean? Just
1: walking down the street and then bam!
0: Bam! Jennifer Lawrence's titties. You know what I mean? It's like... I just I feel like I saw it everywhere is the thing,
1: so you and I might just have very different internet social circles. I don't know. That's the thing. Maybe I'm just looking at
0: a lot of celebrity pictures. I don't know.
1: Maybe. Why do I look like Chris Evans? I feel like we should get back to that original topic.
0: What's I don't know something about like with the whole beard combo you got going on or the the hair definitely the hair is Evans all mm-hmm. the way. But like I don't know. since, since you've lost weight and you the beard's grown in a little bit more, you you look
1: like. Captain America. Well, that's... I have a Halloween costume idea now. That's great. Oh, dude, you
0: should do it. I'm not doing it.
1: You should. I've, I don't and go... And I'll be any- the
0: Winter Soldier.
1: I don't go... A- I fucking hate Bucky. <laughs> um, I don't go anywhere
0: th- where I would be oh, a Halloween be, costume. I was going to say, I could be Falcon, but I think that would be problematic. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> yeah, it would be like Justin Trudeau. Yeah. <sighs> um,
1: yeah, I don't do... I'm not... I went to, I don't know, I can count the number of Halloween parties I've been to in my life on one hand, and I don't dress up, that's not I haven't
0: been to a lot of Halloween parties, mm-hmm. but like, when I do, I usually just kind of throw together a costume, like I don't even, like, really go out and buy a costume. I guess I technically did last year, because I went and bought a shirt from Stranger Things mm-hmm. was just Sheriff Hopper because I just had to put on that shirt and jeans and I looked like him from the show. Right. So, that was my costume last year. This year, actually, weirdly enough, we kind of wrapped it all around. You know, it's like poetry. of rhymes. Um, this year, I think, and here's a Fireside Pub exclusive on what my Halloween costume is going to be this year, folks. Ooh. I'm being Jacket from Hotline Miami. <laughs> One a costume my, very few people will get, but it will be appreciated. It's a costume I think I could pull off, and also within like the month time frame I have, like it's good. Mm-hmm. It's a good costume. Nobody's going to get it at the party I'm going to, but I get to walk around with a chicken mask and a baseball bat covered in fake blood. So,
1: Not a bad deal.
0: Not a bad deal at all. I need to buy converses, too. I might just buy cheap look-alike converses that are just all white, so that way I can put fake blood on those, too. hmm But, I don't know. I haven't really thought about the final plans of this, the final phase of it. I have a bunch of stuff in an Amazon card that I need to buy, but I haven't pulled the trigger on it yet, like I said earlier.
1: I'll let you know how the Evans
0: things go if I decide to go Captain America. Oh. Uh, are you going to a Halloween party this year? Oh God. What do you think? Well, I don't know. You've been being brought out of your shell more and more Ugh. lately, so. and I want to
1: go back in so desperately. I'm a turtle who's well, you should getting. Oh, just be a turtle. I, don't...
0: I would love to be a turtle. Be I... the turtle guy from Master of Disguise. <laughs> <laughs> a, a costume, also no one will get.
1: I love my shell. All right, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with it as long as I can. People like you will stop kicking me out of it.
0: Yurtle the fucking turtle over right. here. You know what's so funny is like cartoons completely fucked us up in thinking that turtles like just. <laughs> Live inside their shell in the sense that, like, they're just a person, but they have a shell around them. <laughs> Not how that works. In reality, their insides are just.
1: I thought they were, you know, for a long time, I thought they were just a weird hermit crab.
0: Yeah. And you know, when I learned that, when I watched the movie Cannibal Holocaust. Folks, Cannibal Holocaust is a film from the 80s or 70s. I don't even know what is it is, but it's like a f- fake f- documentary thing about cannibals and, like, they killed the people who were making the documentary. But in the film, They killed actual animals. Oh, that's messed up. Well, this was back in the day where things were lighter. They they didn't care. Yeah. And also, it was made by the Italians, so... Oh. They just don't care in general. Wow,
1: that's not very nice to the Italians. They got some good food and wine, man. I don't like Italian food that much. Really? That's surprising.
0: I don't like tomatoes, and a lot of their stuff is tomato-based. They do a lot
1: of tomatoes, a lot of of garlic. I I like garlic. You... They do it in some things, not a lot of things. Apparently, it's offensive to Italians if you say they do a lot of garlic in their food. Like carbonara is not actually supposed to have garlic in it.
0: Oh, but I love carbonara, oh, dude! It's so good, it's so good. Anyway, uh, and they they fucking they fucking murk this turtle in this movie, and they take his shell off, and literally the inside, like seeing a, the inside of a turtle after its shell has been broken open, so they can kill it. Bro, it changed me. I was changed That night. You're a changed man. Yes. It, it affected me more than I think anything ever has. And I watched a movie last night that affected me. I mean, uh, so on On the other end of things, right, I've been getting into French cinema, but I've also been getting into very extreme cinema. In like extreme what? violence and, oh. and, and stuff like that. And so, because it's spook month, spooktober, we've been watching horror movies, too. So, the more extreme side of horror films I've been kind of getting into, I watched a movie called August Underground last Mm -hmm. night. And it's essentially filmed to look like a snuff film. (laughs) Really? Yeah. But it's, like, weirdly very, like, well done. Oh. And, like, it looks like a snuff. Like, if I didn't know it was an actual movie, like, I'd be like, I just found a snuff film online. <laughs> but it it like made me just feel awful really? watching it. Like it was just so relentlessly just Oh my god. It just made me feel really bad. Like there's like this whole like twenty minute sequence where they're just like torturing this like naked girl and they cut off her nipple and Oh jeez. They're rubbing shit in her wounds. Why and stuff. are you and watching this? I like I said, I've been I've been getting into extreme cinema lately. Yeah, I would say so. And it, you know, but yeah, it it really just made me feel very bad. I wonder why. Like it just like it, there's two sequels to it too, so maybe I'll go into those.
1: But uh, of course, of course are.
0: Yeah, apparently the second one is the, is more fucked up. So, we'll see. Maybe next week we'll talk about August Underground's Mortem from my perspective. Brad's not going to watch that fucking shit. God no. If you like the show, you can uh, follow us and get it on anywhere you get your podcasts. You can follow us on Twitter at TheFiresidePub. You can email us, TheFiresidePub at gmail.com. Please rate us five stars on podcast services. It helps us get onto lists and get people listening, get their attention. You can follow me on Twitter at It's Jay Griff. You can follow Brad on Twitter at Brad Knight. No, you can't follow him at Brad Knight. He no, doesn't. What the ha- hell are you talking I, about? I went on to autopilot I was, there. <laughs> that was some CWD stuff right there. Yeah, well no, you weren't even at Brad Knight then. You were at Calgary. It's true. But I'm it- surprised you remember that. <laughs> it's such a weird fucking name. How could I forget it? Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> um But you can't follow Brad on anything, he's not on any social media. But once again, you know, maybe you wanna pull your own August Underground on Brad. Find him. God, leave me alone. People. Ask him all the questions you want. Cut his nipple. <laughs> Please don't. I prefer them. Stay where they are. Thank you. Thank you all for listening, and thanks for drinking along with us.